Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Ash. Yes, Taryn. Today's fact. I'm gonna I'm gonna propose it in a question to you. Okay. Where is a shrimp's heart located? A shrimp's heart. Heart. In his tail. No ash in his head. Thank you for playing. (laughs) (laughs) Factor fiction. I don't know why I went for tail. Mark, can we find some like game show music? We do need some like specific (laughs) game show music for Terrence intros. I think in my head I was like, oh, if this is, if she's bringing it up, it's got to be in a weird spot. So I was like, I would have guessed, but. Um, Speaking of Mark. Next week, guys, we are We're back, back in, in the, the studio. studio. So we'll get to have a lot more Mark God. interaction. Yeah, we miss it. I miss him laughing at our it jokes. It was funny how like he slowly just weaseled his way into the show. Like yeah. we eventually got him a mic. He was like, oh, this is the Taryn and Ashley show. Not <laughs> psych. You thought? It, it all started from us recording our very first episode and... Mark was in there and we had just met him. Mm-hmm. And I was and like, oh Andrew, my God, one of these people. I know Andrew was there and Andrew said to us, wow, you made Mark laugh. Mark never laughs at anything. And from then on. And I was like, challenge accepted. We've and now <laughs> every time I say something I think is funny, I'll look to see if Mark's laughing or Ash is always like, done Mark's that laughing. In like a year and a half. I know. It's what been if he doesn't such think a long time. No, he a thousand percent thinks we're okay. funny. I'm hilarious. So. Coming for you, Mark. We're going to, you know what we should do? We should like prep our jokes like ahead of time. Like Prep really, our jokes? Prep our Prep some jokes. Prep some jokes. Prep some jokes ahead of time. Okay. Maybe that can be a new segment. Does Mark laugh? Can this make Mark laugh? Will Mark laugh? Will Mark laugh? (laughs) Anywho, we're so excited. Honestly, I don't know if... I I definitely think I'm more excited to see Mark, but I also am so excited, and this is just pure lazy problems, to Mm. not have to be the one who sets anything up. I am over (laughs) recording from home. I am over, like filming everything from home it doesn't feel the same it doesn't put me in the same mindset yeah um it was fun in the beginning and now i'm over it (laughs) to be honest it was fun we always like drove through and got Uh coffee went to the studio it was a whole we had some like best friend time on the drive there and Mm -hmm, back yeah mm -hmm. we're just we're done we're we're ready we're ready we're ready for you yep um how's your week ash oh my gosh it's been good it's been a little crazy a little busy um but i 
ended up going to the beach last night and having my very first bonfire of the summer. Stop, seriously? And yeah, I think it put me in like a good place and a great start to summer. I love something about just like a good bonfire. Dude, bonfires are It just are warms legit. your heart. It's beautiful for the soul. And I loved that it was on like a weekday because I did my normal day like as usual. Yeah. And then was able to like go meet up with friends and have a bonfire and watch the most beautiful sunset and get out of the house and out of the city and into nature. Yeah. And you know, I felt connected with my friends. I felt connected to God. I, I was like watching the sunset and I was like, life is beautiful. Life is beautiful. You know, what's so funny is, okay. So like I came home other end. So you're having the most beautiful night. Yeah, thriving. I come home and I was a bit confused because I, one of Alicia's car was here. Mm -hmm. I walk inside it looks like an actual tornado went off. Like there are boxes everywhere. Like there's stuff. It looked like someone was like there mm -hmm. and just like the rapture happened, you know? Yeah. So then I'm like, where is everyone? And I'm texting. And so Alicia's responding, but Ashley's not responding. So I'm like, oh, I'm just going to check her location. And it looks like she's literally on the edge of the ocean. <laughs> and in my mind, I'm like, who is dragging her body to the sea? Terrence's because first thought with anything I do is she's dead. I'm like, <laughs> where do I need to go? Like, I literally was like circling and I was like, Alicia, where's Ashley? Do you know where she is? Is she good? Because in my mind, and this is a funny thing, Ashley never shares anything. Whereas other people would be like, hey, I'm going to a bonfire later this week. I'm so excited. Like, Ashley, will you'll find everything out about Ashley like months later. And not just like, not just simple stuff like a bonfire. It'll be like this monumental thing happens in her life. And I'll overhear someone say it. And I'm like, what? And she's always like, oh, yeah. Like, oh, she's so yeah. chill. So I'm like, she's dead. And I'm going to have to go kill someone and live the rest of my life out in jail. My I was ready. God. My ready. God. The exaggeration. But you were just like staring into the ocean. I so was happy. just having a beautiful moment. And, you know, when I'm not responding genuinely that normally means like my phone's put away which is a yeah. beautiful thing for me yeah and I you, most of you guys already know my entire job and career revolves with me being on my phone mm -hmm. 24 7 and posting and you know doing all those things yeah. um so whenever I'm in a situation where I I am able to like set my phone down and be present no it's beautiful I jump on it because I'm just like thank God I need a second, you know, and it feels so good. But in my defense, it was like 10 o'clock in bonfire, my defense. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Bonfire. But not at beach night. at night by the ocean. In the summer. If you don't know. <laughs> in July. Life is still not normal, Ash. I was not ready. <laughs> um. So yeah, it was a kind of like a last minute thing. I found out mm -hmm. for sure. I got the confirmation that day at like 10. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it was, it was great. How I'm are you, Taryn? Um, I'm great. I, <laughs> I, I feel like, well, if any of you are like watching my YouTube series, you know, I'm like in this whole like self-love, self-improvement, mm -hmm. trying to get back to like a good place in life. And so today I took the first step of like going to work out <laughs> at SoulCycle and explain though. Okay. So first time SoulCycle, me and Ash, well, Ash got into it. I went with her. It's, it's like a community and there's definitely like a, like you don't just like go and thrive. Like you have to work really hard to like get the choreography down to get like 
yourself to be able to keep up pace. Mm -hmm. And when we stopped going to Seoul before COVID hit, um, well, basically COVID hit and we had to stop. Yeah. I was doing really well. Like I was like keeping up. And so since then it's been over a year. Um, I've gained a significant amount of weight. I also have not physically been active at all. So it was a big step for me to be like, oh, I'm going to go. But I think I definitely underestimated how hard it was going to be. And I don't think I mentally set myself up for success. Mm. Like I should have gone in and been like, hey, as long, just try to like at least pedal the whole time, like be like realistic. But I kind of like my adrenaline started going. I was excited to be there. The first song I like went full force, like basically the worst mistake like marathon runners can make. Right, like, right. Just freaking sprinting, sprinting in the out of the, out of yeah. the, what's it called? The thing? The, uh, the chink. What is that goes called? Down. The chink. Yeah. Gate? Yeah, gate. Right out of the gate. Yeah. yeah. Um, and basically after the first song, I, my body just like shut down and I had a really, it was a really hard mental hurdle to like, battle the rest Mm -hmm. of the class um I definitely had like a breakdown in my car afterwards but I'm I'm trying to like refocus like that was a huge victory even though the whole time I felt like I was failing Mm -hmm. so restructuring that I'm very proud of myself but it definitely was an interesting emotional roller coaster of a morning but we did it wow we did it we did it we both worked out this morning yeah we did feeling great now you know, you know, all if right. You're watching um, the YouTube channel. You're probably like, yeah, I can tell yeah. <laughs> both of us you look, both look wreck. very rough. We still do pink. I'm we definitely do. Pink. I know. I'm sweaty too. Um, do you have a tear it up today? I do. However, I'm very excited because the person that, um, whose story I'm reading sent in not only a story, but a tearing it up as well. No way. Um, but in order to get like the full background of the tearing it up, I think I need to read the story first. Got it. Okay, so you want to go first and then tearing it up, then I'll go. Yeah, yeah. I think I'll read his story and then I'll do the tearing it up after. Make sense? Perfect. Got it. Glad you're tracking with me. Tracking. Okay. Wait, can I say something? Yes. There was this weird guy in school (laughs) and he used to chase me around the playground going, target identified, tracking, tracking. And he would just (laughs) chase me. So when you said tracking, I had like PTSD. I would be like, leave me alone, Jonathan. <laughs> okay, that's it. Whenever I was on the playground, people would be like, can I get a Big Mac with a side of fries and a Coke? Because my last name's McDonald. Poor ass. <laughs> and I just look at them and I'd be like, you think you're original? I've heard Dude, that my whole life. You know what, been, <laughs> what would have been a savage mood if one day you just showed up with one of those things that the popcorn people wear at baseball games and just freaking Happy Meals and you're like... Savage mood? No. Yeah, because you're like, oh, you want some nuggets? <laughs> and just throw it at them. Throwing would be savage. Yeah. I don't want to give them food they don't they didn't deserve it it's They're a bit asking of you for happy meals it. uh-uh you hated it though i hate i, I was it. like screw you i get it screw you anyways <laughs> anyways the mcdonald's jokes go will go on forever have it your way <laughs> <laughs> i'm loving it Today's episode is brought to you by Book of the Month. If you guys have not heard of Book of the Month, where have you been hiding? Me and Ash are both on the journey of trying to be readers. She's definitely there. I'm on my baby steps 
way there. So obviously we were so pumped to partner with Book of the Month because their mission is to help readers discover new books they love and to promote the work of emerging authors. And guys, they literally make it so easy to decide which book to read next. Each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles. They pick the five to seven of the best new books for you to choose from. All the books are good, so you cannot go wrong. And they offer great prices on new release hardcover fiction, much cheaper than other options. Shipping is always free and it's super fun. Books are delivered in a bright blue box. A fun app to pick your book and track reading process is available and they have reading challenges with rewards. My December read was so epic. It was called Butcher and Blackbird. And let me just read the little sentence they give you that totally sold me. Serial killers need love too. Don't take our word for it. Read this biting, steamy, and edgy murderers to lovers tale. Like, come on. Like, it totally sold me. If you guys would like to check out Book of the Month, just head on over to bookofthemonth.com to pick a book and join Book of the Month. For a limited time, you can join and get the first book for just $5. Just use code unsolicited. Again, that's bookofthemonth.com, code unsolicited. Happy reading. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, this one is titled A Tearing It Up, A Quarantine Business and a Wedding. Hey, Taryn and Ashley, plus all the fur babies. Cute. Oh, we only have Charles in here today. It feels yeah, lonely. The other two are getting groomed, thank God, because my allergies have been wild this week. I don't know about you guys, if anyone else has allergies, but been wild for me. I'm one of the small percentage of male listeners. I would like to be kept anonymous. My male, male, male. Uh, my fiance got me listening to the pod on a road trip a few months back, and y'all are my favorite non-crime podcast that I listen Stop. to. Honestly, when I want a good laugh, just the highest I'm honor. So honored. The biggest compliment to us. Like, if you want to ever gas us up, compare us to, like, Crime Junkie or something. Even though we're not a crime podcast, we will take that. (laughs) We will take it. Um, Anyways, I got engaged in 2019. Congratulations. And my fiance and I had all these ideas of what our wedding would be like before quarantine. Now that we've been engaged for two years, we have learned weddings are stupid expensive. Oh, my gosh. And we want to be able to afford a house in Los Angeles. If we want to do that, we need to make some sacrifices. So shortly after getting engaged, I also finally opened the pet store I'd been working on getting for the past three years. That's so cool. Congratulations. That's so cool. I was so excited and proud and it all felt very surreal. I love animal nutrition and I take pride in being able to fix pet issues with food when drugs don't work. Can I like email you separately about my shih tzu? Oh my God, you should. You honestly (laughs) should. She has some serious anxiety and I don't know what to do. Would love your advice. Um, (laughs) Let me... (laughs) Pull it back. Back to you, Anonymous. I opened my doors February 2nd of 2020. Bum, bum, bum. He's cute. 
He added the bum 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 himself. Excited for our future and feeling like I finally achieved a certain level of success that would allow me to take the next big steps in my life with the woman of my dreams. I want to give her the world because she would live with me in a cardboard box as long as we were together. I love that. That's adorable. Yeah. Like those are the people that deserve the world Uh instead of the ones that like expect it. And I can't imagine like... I don't know. Like I love like my friends where like when I offer stuff to them, you can tell that they're like blown away and they're like, wow. Instead of like when you do something for someone and they're just like, oh, thanks. You know what I mean? Mm, Thank you. Like, oh, you're like, ew. Oh, (laughs) a two's nightmare. (laughs) Um, He continues. Don't get me wrong. The store is a big plus and thank God pet food is considered essential. Um, So we were able to stay open, which was super stressful because I have asthma and a genetic heart condition. Oh, shoot. When I say owning a business is a lot harder than I thought it would be, plus a global pandemic. Ladies, let me tell you, your boy was stressed. Dude, I'm stressed for you. But hey, it's 2021 and we survived with a few extra gray hairs, but we're still here. My struggle is the bills are paid and the lights are on, but I haven't made the progress I had hoped I would in the past year and a half. Obviously, 2020 was a special circumstance, but I'm worried as things open up. What if I don't have what it takes to make this a success? My question is, how do I keep my head up, not let the stress get me down and grow my business with limited extra funds? I can't wait to call my fiance, my wife, but I want her to be able to have that special day and make good choices for our future and it feels like I can't do anything but survive at the moment hope you guys read this even if you don't read it on the pod any advice would be greatly appreciated oh wow I feel that yeah I like really feel that I feel like we need to just take a moment to collectively like all all kind of take a deep breath and realize we're all in the same boat yeah. as anonymous here. It doesn't matter what your goal was, whether it was fitness, like Taryn was talking about earlier, whether it was success. I personally just opened a business also with my sister. And that was one of the most stressful things of my life. Um, whether you were in a marriage during 2020, like those goals, whatever your goal was, it, was extremely difficult. It was a very yeah. difficult year and we're all having to collectively like take a step back and reevaluate everything right now. Yeah. And kind of like what I was talking about earlier, it's like redefining what success is for mm-hmm. like the circumstances you're in now. Mm-hmm. And sometimes like that looks different or you might feel like you're like minimizing your standards, but it's being realistic with like where we're at. Like no person is the same as before COVID hit. Like Mm -hmm. we haven't lived through something like this. Even if like you yourself weren't stressed, someone in your life was going through something and we, we carry that, you know, let's be honest, even if everything like work wise, relationship wise, health wise was going smoothly, it was still a very stressful year. Yeah. even Even if you like did well during 2020, it was a hard year. Well, first of all, like, congratulations. It sounds like, I mean, your business, having that person, finding the person you're meant to spend your life with. Oof. Uh, congrats. <laughs> Whatever. No, I'm just kidding. We're um, not upset about it. We're not bitter. We don't have personal feelings <laughs> in this at all. <laughs> um, But, you know, I don't know, like, obviously, I feel like I would need to know a lot more details about specifically, like, what are the things you're, like, wanting to have the money to do versus, like, 
you know, cause it sounds like he's like, I want to give her this big, beautiful wedding and this big, beautiful life. Yeah. So I think what like I would recommend is kind of like approaching it very like analytically, like writing down like, okay, so like in a perfect world, cause sometimes I think, I don't remember if it was you or Alicia that told me this. They were like, everybody wants to be a millionaire and when you ask them why, they're like, oh, because I want to travel. I want nice clothes. I want whatever. And bottom line is like, you can still do all those things with like a limited budget. Mm-hmm. So if if it's not the money that you want, but it's those specific things, then you need to focus on those things and not like a numerical you know, like amount that you want. So I would say like, maybe like take a step back and like regroup and be like, okay, in a perfect world, what are the things that like I'm like striving for? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, is it like you're like, oh, I want her to have all this stuff for her wedding? Well, there are so many like cool DIY things out there now. There's so many mm-hmm. like ways you can get things that look epic for a limited amount. So I think it's like restructuring and seeing like, okay, well, what are my priorities? What are the things that I'm working for? And what are areas that maybe like, maybe that's what I used to want, but like something else could be there instead. Mm -hmm. Because I think it's hard to like continue with the momentum that we had before COVID. Like we almost need to restructure and be like, okay, one step at a time. Like let's like, as the world's kind of getting back to normal, like let me also be gentle with like how I get back to what I was before, you know? Yeah. And I think, I think what you can do, I, I love where your heart's at and you wanting to do all of this for your wife. I think that's a beautiful thing. And I don't want to diminish that in any way, but I think sitting down with her and kind of regrouping and, and, and talking about like what that dream wedding is. And I know we're not talking about like a huge wedding, but let's talk, let's, let's talk about a dream wedding and figure out what specifically makes that her ideal wedding. Is it the venue? Is it the food? Is it the amount of people? Is it the dress? And figure out which one of those things to prioritize. If it's not the venue, then find a small venue that you just elaborately decorate yourself, Yeah, you know, so that she could spend the extra money on her dress or she doesn't care about the dress and would rather have a gorgeous venue. Then let's, then let's like budget, find the, the cheapest, most beautiful dress that she can find that is within her budget and splurge on the venue. Um, because I think a lot of people put it all together and think you have to have both when like, let's be honest, I don't, you know, like there's, there's things that are important to me that aren't important to Taryn for a wedding. So I would sit, I would sit down with her and figure out what those are for you guys, for your specific wedding. And then that way you're also at the same time saving money for a future house or a future life together. Yeah. And I'm telling you, like at the end of the day, the thing that's important to her is that she feels loved Mm -hmm. and supported and encouraged and secure. And it's, I mean, you sound like an absolute gem. So Mm -hmm. I feel like she gets all of that. Do you have any single friends? (laughs) Bro. (laughs) Send them on over. Not me pimping myself Um, out to anonymous. Literally everyone I know, I'm like, oh, do you know anyone? (laughs) Please help. Because if I get one more freaking Brad on the internet, I'm going to die. I'm going to physically die. Over Um, it. No, but I just think like, I think Ash, that was great advice to like sit with her and be like, Hey, Mm -hmm. like honestly too, if I had, if if I had a man and he came to me and was like, 
I am struggling because I want to give you the world and I don't know how to do that with like just our current circumstance. And I just want to make sure like you feel loved and like, I would love to talk to you about like, what are like things you, I would literally sit there and be like, hi, sorry, stop talking. Like, I love you. Like you, the fact that you just want to give me the world like Mm -hmm. means the world. So, um, and like, clearly if she's, you said she's, She's willing to sleep in a cardboard box with you as long yeah, as you're together. Yeah, she sounds so I chill. guarantee you, like, she's so on board with yeah. a budgeted wedding so that you guys can have a better life together. Oh, I would fully. I would much rather have a smaller wedding and, like, safer house with my, yeah. with my person, you know? Yeah, things change. Even, like, I mean, I've heard of people that wanted this big, beautiful wedding, and then life happens, things change, and they're like, hey, I just want you and my family, and I want to fly to freaking Tulum and just get married on a beach. Yeah, you know well, what I mean? how many people ended up had weddings planned last year and we're like, you know what? Screw it. We'll celebrate next year. We're getting married because we have, well, I need to get married to you, you know? Yeah. Cause in the end, that's the goal. Like that's the priority. It's yeah. just being with each other. And it's interesting watching all the wedding plans, like kind of like, kind of crumble into like this more intimate, beautiful thing. And yeah. everyone said that they ended up loving it and wouldn't have had it any other way. Yeah. No, for and sure. They saved money. Yeah. I think, I think like, Life is hard enough on itself without us being like our biggest critics. So I think right now you need to sit down and refocus on like, okay, what are my priorities right now? And I do believe like if you are a genuine person and you work hard and you're doing like, I think like the sky is the limit on what could happen in your life. But I think right now we're not in a time where it's realistic to be so hard on ourselves. Like you need to like kind of like work your way back up to that because I think too, like it kind of feels like things are back to normal, but if we're being realistic, like what, two weeks ago it got back to normal. So it's like not too, it's been a little while. also this is for us specifically in Southern California. It's not like this everywhere. one One thing at a time, but I think- I don't know. I don't know your girl, but you sound amazing. She sounds like she's like really down to earth and has her priorities straight. So I think you need to refocus on what giving the world to her looks like. Mm. Um, Because I'm telling you, like, I would rather live in a shack with someone who genuinely like loves and supports me than live in a big, beautiful mansion with lavish parties with someone who I'm like, you suck. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think just restructuring and also the fact that you like want the fact that this is your thing you're struggling with. It's just beautiful. It's it's an amazing thing. (sighs) Okay, guys. Very aware of my singleness. Thank you. Anonymous. (laughs) Um, Anonymous also sent in a tearing it up. So Mm. we're going to go ahead and get into that. He continues in his email. On one of the long, slow quarantine days at the store, my fiance, mother, and I were painting. We decided to take a break, and my puppy was a bit bored, so I let her off the leash, and she started running around the store, and I started chasing her. Being young and uncoordinated, she couldn't keep up on the concrete floor, so she set a trap. Wait, the puppy set a trap? Puppy set a trap. Oh. 
I was wearing my favorite old sneakers with very little grip on them. And while running from her and turning a corner, I slipped in a puddle of pee that was not there on the previous (laughs) lap. My 250 pound self slid across the floor, (laughs) slammed into one of the dog food freezers and hit the floor so hard. And my knee ended up getting pointed in the other direction. Stop. We closed early and spent the rest of the night at ER. And I had to explain to every nurse and doctor what happened after getting laughed at for three hours. I left with crutches and thankfully no breaks. Hope this made y'all laugh. Even if you don't read it on the pod. Thank you, ladies. And then he included a picture of his dog. So, so, so cute. And then he also, because... Anonymous is just a gem. Killing it. Included photos of him and his girls. Stop. You guys are so cute. She's gorgeous. Yes. So congratulations. Yes. And I can't wait for you guys to get married. Can we be invited to your would wedding? Love, would love a photo. <laughs> no lie. If just your DM wedding us, is DM us on Instagram in and California us. near us, kind of. Or if you want to fly us out. Not us inviting ourselves I'll to go. your wedding. Dude, how epic would that be if we were just in the crowd? We will be your biggest <laughs> hype women biggest hype Bro, women and I then at the same the time floor. this is your chance to to bring your single friends and yes please. we'll just happen to be looking gorgeous yes please <laughs> we always look gorgeous Ew. i can only Don't imagine what we YouTube look video after she said what if it just said on the I'm channel still so sweaty. <laughs> technical difficulties we just have the picture playing oh my Ew. god oh shoot anywho got me. okay Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, I am going to go next. Um, This is also from Anonymous, our Anonymous crew coming in strong. Um, This one is titled, The Grandma Who Always Has Something to Say. Ooh. Literally, before I I even read this, I was like, I feel personally connected to this because I've dealt with this. Mine is more my grandpa, (laughs) but... Anyways, I feel like everyone has a family member or a grandparent that's like gets on them. Anyways, I can't wait to be that old and just say how I feel. I feel like I will be a sassy grandma, but I also feel like I'll be like a Mary Poppins grandma. I feel like I hold it in too much now. By the time I'm older and have lived life, I'll just be like de-gaff and just say how I feel. Wow. I hope I'm around for that. I hope I'm around for that. I hope I live long enough to hit that point. When we get super old, we should just like live in a apartment again together. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) If our husbands die before us. Uh, Don't say it, but if so, plan B. If so. Solid plan B, Terry. yours probably will because you like older guys and mine probably will still be (laughs) kicking because I seem to go for younger guys. Terrence, a cougar. Excuse me. You are. That is an offensive word. That is not offensive. For your information. You've got to lean into it. For your information, I've changed. (laughs) No, you haven't. No, I'm serious. Don't lie. I'm serious. On dating apps now, I'm like, "Mm, that's too young. 
What? I'll believe it when you go on a date with an older guy. Okay, well, when I go on a date Just ever. Just because you changed a, a, a little category okay, older doesn't mean anything. Older scare me a little bit. I'm working on it in therapy. That's something you need anyway, to work okay. on. Okay. Shush. Okay. Hello, girls. I'm writing hey. because I would love to hear what advice you can give me. I would like to stay anonymous. Your wishes are command. I've lived with my grandma for half my life. She is an 80-year-old woman who is in great condition, but she talks way too much. Mm. It's hard for me to not get annoyed by the things she says. Sometimes I just stay quiet to not make the problems worse, but other times I end up exploding. I don't yell and no worries by exploding. I don't mean I do anything bad to her, but I instead speak everything I need to say, hoping she will hear me and understand that the things she says are not okay. For example, she always has to talk about other people's weight. She doesn't understand that weight is a serious topic and she shouldn't comment about about this specifically with people she doesn't even know. I have always struggled with weight and I get depressed often due to my weight. And I had to tell her how this topic makes me feel and that other people may feel the same as me. So she shouldn't tell anyone anything. But as much as I tell her and she sometimes agrees with me, she won't do it. Um, at this point, I am mad and I don't know how else to do to handle this and make her understand that she should think before talking. If you girls were in my position, what would you do? How would you act or what would you tell her? Also, I wanted to add that she gets hurt every time we tell her anything because in her mind, she's always right. And that's why we always have to watch what we tell her. And no matter how nicely we tell her, she always ends up crying and tells other members that I got mad at her and I'm so mean (laughs) and I'm always seen as the bad one. The majority of my family knows how she is, so they don't really tell me anything. Um, Thank you. Sincerely, Anonymous. It's so interesting. I just had a conversation with someone last night about how different like generations are from oh my each gosh. other. So different. And like your grand, our grandparents' generation versus our parents' generation versus us. Yeah. And I do think so much can be said about um, what that generation has gone through. So like yeah. our grandparents actually lived through like the depression. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to go ahead and, it it, t- it takes time to kind of remember what each generation lived through. But like, imagine going through that. You don't have time to, th- to, to think about other people's emotions. You're trying to survive. And a lot of times when you go through something traumatic like that, you kind of get stuck in that like mindset where you, I mean, obviously we can still challenge each other and grow, but like, I think that's something that that generation struggled with is just bluntness and not bluntness and not being connected in that way to like, think of other people's emotions before speaking. They're just very like, you had to survive, you had to Mm -hmm. get through life. And that was the focus. I think a lot of our parents dealt with a lot of parents that were alcoholics. So they struggle a lot with like, communication and being able to be like connected in that way. And then our generation just freaking is the most in touch with our emotions and is talking about everything so openly. And that's not something that the other previous generations are comfortable with. Like they haven't done it before. Um, So I think it's important that we take time to realize that. And, but that doesn't mean that they get to just walk all over us and say whatever they want. Yeah. So we have to be gentle, which obviously you are, when we when we constantly and consistently remind them like, hey, you can't talk that way. 
Yeah. That's not allowed. You know, like I hear where you're, where you're coming from, but you can't say that. Like you have no right to say that. And I think it's difficult. I can't imagine how it must be with someone older. Who's just like, I don't care. Yeah. That must be hard. For sure. I think too, like, I feel like I've talked about this before, but I think in life, like we kind of, with the people in our life, we have to come to a point where we look at the facts like this is how you are this is the the stuff I get from you this is the stuff I'm frustrated with and either I have to accept that and continue a relationship or I need to choose to like end the relationship if I can't handle it like we can't we can't always just like expect people to change and like stay around until that happens right Now, where the difficulty comes in in this situation is it's family, Mm -hmm. which family is a whole different Mm -hmm. thing. Can't Um, really just walk away. Yeah, yeah. I would say, I mean, I don't know how old you are, Anonymous, but I would say, I mean, there always is that option of, you know, maybe when the time is right or when the circumstances are right, um, maybe you should not live with her if it's causing an unhealthy relationship, especially cause you said you've dealt with depression on this topic. Um, I wouldn't want you to resent her eventually no, for yeah. how she's treating exactly. You. And it's see like, so I have, and it's great cause my grandpa knows nothing about technology. So I have no worries that he's ever going to hear this. Um, <laughs> But my grandpa, which is kind of what you were getting on, like I look at his upbringing. He grew up in Arkansas in a totally different time where stuff was acceptable that's not acceptable today. Mm -hmm. He struggled a lot with stuff in his life and like things he had to come from, um, you know, family stuff, stuff with his parents, stuff with his marriage, like just a lot of stuff has happened in his life. And so sometimes like I remember when I started, he started making comments for me specifically, a lot of comments are made about the fact that I'm still single and in a very, for me, it feels very harsh way. And it's kind of like the butt of the joke at family functions and stuff like that. And I kind of came to this place where I was like, okay, at the end of the day, I'm in control of what I let affect me. Mm -hmm. And I made this choice with him where I was like, I, he is older. So like he already is just like, not as like mentally sharp as he used to be. He comes from this background where he is super blunt and super just like, does not seem to feel out people's emotions when he says stuff. So I have this choice of either shifting. So like, I don't let anything permeate when he says it, like it goes in one ear and out at the other. And I just kind of laugh it off Mm -hmm. and I'm like, eh, it's him. Like, I'm not going to take this seriously or I can get upset. I can keep like trying to talk to him certain things. Now I have stood up for myself and he took it very, like he cried and he was like, I didn't know, like I affected you that way. But at the end of the day, like, am I willing to make myself go crazy by keep talking about these things? Like for me, I chose no, like I chose to be more of like when my friends are going to be around, I've even done it with you. I kind of prepare like, Hey, (laughs) 
He's a little rough around the edges sometimes. Like he might say something like, just don't get offended. He has a good heart. Like, yeah. you know, whatever. And I go into stuff more like that where now it's kind of like, I joke about it. Like, I'm like, oh, guess who asked me if I'm ever going to get married or guess who told me he's tired of waiting for grandkids. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's more of like a joke now. So I think like you have to find where you lay in that thing it sounds like your conversations with her aren't going anywhere so I would recommend like maybe you just have short things to her like if she starts saying wow that girl's heavy being like grandma nope off limits like we're not talking about that if she makes a comment consistently do it yeah and very short very like almost like how like with kids you're like nope you don't touch that nope (laughs) Ah, ah, ah." like nope but I think to her, if you have a conversation where you're like, hey, I, I'm not comfortable with talking about weight and that's a line I have to draw. So going forward, if you bring it up, I'm going to tell you I can't talk about it. Yeah. Very short, very simple, not like big conversations where she's crying and emotional, like very short and simple, straight to the point. But also, I think this is a good practice for you to like be like, hey, this is my heart, my yeah. headspace. Like I'm not allowing those words to get into it. You yeah. Know? And I think if you can like come up with, with a quick and easy way to remind them of how you feel and how what they say affects you so that you don't have to have this huge talk every time. I remember when I was 24, which is so young, <laughs> my great aunt who was like my grandma and basically raised me like a grandma um, said something along the lines of like my mom getting married. And she was like, Ashley, when did your mom get married? And I was like, Oh, 24. And she was like, how old are you? And I was like, 24 and she goes oh you still got time and I remember being like oh (laughs) oh okay like I'm I'm currently in college still and I I remember being like like should I just like stop school and my career and go find a guy is that what you really want she was like no 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 that's not what I mean I was like that's what you said you know but like you have to like remind them in a very fun and easy way remember not to take it seriously but a quick easy way to remind them what they're saying and how what it really means and how you're taking it so that they can they can remember real quickly without having to have this big serious conversation oh that's right I shouldn't say that Yeah, you know, for sure. And I think too, like, I remember my grandpa made a comment about my weight like one time and I remember being like so upset, but then I don't know. And maybe it's just like the process I'm in right now in my life. But like, I feel like I've learned to like separate emotion from just fact, right? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I've gained weight. Like that's a fact. So like, why, why am I giving that power? Like if someone makes a comment and is like, Oh, you've gained weight. First of all, to, for someone to feel like they have to say that that's a them problem. That's not a me problem. problem. Second of all, like, yeah, I have. So yeah. Like, why is that? Why does that have any power? And can I, I know I just told you this, but I'm going to say it again. Um, I, my mind was like, freaking just busted open listening to a podcast it was anatomy of murder and a prosecutor said he had gotten a death threat and um people asked him are are you scared like are you gonna like step up protection like oh my gosh I can't believe that guy just said he was gonna have you killed and he said he was like you know what he might kill me like he might kill me but I'm not going to let 
him make me stared, scared to death before I die. And I sat there and I was like, holy freaking crap. Like at the end of the day, we have no control over like the final product of life. Right. But he was saying like, yeah, he might, but like, I'm not going to give him that power for me to live the remainder of my life scared and looking over my shoulder and like fearful and just feeling like crap, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that I think we, we underestimate how much power and control we have over ourselves and our emotions. And it's not an easy task and it's not something that's going to always stick, but I've gotten a lot better at like when something hurts being like, wait, no, like I'm not letting this have like resonance in how I feel about myself. Like I refuse. Yeah. I completely agree with Taryn. The whole like sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Like words, can be hurtful and can be powerful, but in the end, only you have the power to allow them to affect you. And obviously that takes, that takes a huge amount of, of strength from the inside. Yeah. Um, and that's not something that comes easily, but it is attainable. And I think that's something that I personally will be chasing my whole life. Um, but it is something that, again, I feel like I always say this on almost every episode, but it's something that you have to actively like fight off and attack and make that a habit, like a daily habit. Um, if Taryn says something that affects me deeply, yeah, I can talk to her about it, but also I need to question like, why did that hurt me so much? It's the whole like, scars don't hurt like if you pour alcohol on a scar it's not gonna hurt but it shouldn't burn if it's open if it's an open wound at all it burns so So it's like yeah wow that hurt me why did that affect me so much and then now I need to look more inward and be like wow I must be struggling still with my self-image and how I like perceive what other people think about me so like why don't I start like encouraging myself and like restructuring my thoughts instead of focusing more on like, I can't believe she said that. It's like, yeah. no, let me use this as a moment where I can like improve. Yeah. And what I would, I, what I would suggest is before you have that conversation with your grandma, just like if Taryn said something to me before I have that conversation with Taryn, I would want to sit by myself for a moment and evaluate one, like why, why she said that? Like what, what was it that made her say that and try to think about that before talking to her? And then also why did I take that so personally and why is it affecting me? Why am I still sitting here fuming about it? Um, because clearly there was something behind those words that, that I have shame about, or I have emotions tied to, and I need to deal with that separately. It's something Taryn can't do. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. I, yes, I can talk to Taryn. Yes. You can talk to your grandma, but you need to be able to deal with that on your own. Also. No, I fully agree. Yeah. Well, great. <sighs> Take topic. your power back, people. Take, Take your power, your power back. back. Should we just um, title this episode that? Because yeah. <laughs> All right. Dad joke. Ready? Wrap it up with a dad joke. Of course. As per usual. Charles, can I help you? Go. Figure it out. Okay. What happened when the two antennas got married? <laughs> I don't know. Well, the ceremony was kind of boring, but the reception was great. Damn it. (laughs) It's so good. That's a good one. That's really good. (laughs) That's a good one. That's a good one. (laughs) My God, guys, thank you so much for listening to today's episode, for following us on socials, um, for (laughs) being here for the dad jokes. If you listen to the dad jokes, y'all are our absolute favorite. You're the diehards and you know it. Um, We'll talk to you guys in the next episode, which will be coming soon. In the studio. Amazing. Coming live from the studio. Can't wait. I love you. Bye. Bye.